G'day, g'day, how are you? It's Aiden Jones, you're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday the 29th of November 2022. Hello, mate, I uh, just tried to go through a list of like what I normally do at the start of the podcast every week, little peek behind the curtain, is I go, I write a, like just each day of the week, You alright, so you guys are familiar with the days of the week. Oh, no, you know what? I don't know where my fucking head is at right now. I've started the podcast. I'm talking to you. I hope you're doing well, by the way. Always nice to remember, think of the audience, Aiden. Think of the other people. These are who you're talking to. You're trying to connect. But I don't know where my fucking head is at. I feel frazzled. Frazzled? Fried? I feel just like... The last week, I think I just right now realized that for the last week, I've been just losing my mind um, because I just wrote. So, every week I write like, I try and write one note for each day in the last week since I did the podcast. So, I have something to look at and like remember, you know. So if I ever run out of shit to say, I'm like, all right, what can I talk about that, right? That's probably what you hear when I go, yeah, I've been having a good week. What I do is <laughs> when I say I've been having a good week, that's me reading the notes to try and figure out <laughs> the next thing I'm going to say. But I just did that and I'm like drawing fucking blanks, man. I'm like, what the fuck have I been doing for the last week? Saturday, I went to Wagga, did some gigs. Sunday, I Sunday literally, I just drove home from Wagga and slept in the car on the highway in the sun for a bit. I'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> just a bit of foreshadowing. But like, I mean, I've just been watching the World Cup, doing some of my day job and just doing comedy. It's the, it's the World Cup, man. The World Cup is a vortex. Because like... The Australia game, I got up at 5.30. Fucking, that was shit, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, the fucking... It was so sick when we scored that goal. Wednesday morning, that's really what cooked me. Maybe that cooked me for like... <laughs> like most of the week. Getting up at 5.30 and riding my bike to the MP to watch Australia lose 4-1 to France in the World Cup. But mate, when that fucking goal went in... Oh, are you guys watching the World Cup? That would have been a good place to start 10 minutes ago, Aiden, you fucking loser. <laughs> are you watching the World Cup? Are you watching it? It's so sick, man. It really, I think that might be it. The World Cup has just taken over my life. I'm staying up late. I'm allowing myself to play Civilization while I watch the game, you know? And we're getting into the silly season. And my brain is slowly being overtaken by the fungus. <laughs> the fungus that sits in my fucking head and just goes, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do any work. You've, you've been working hard, mate. You're a good guy. You've been doing your stuff. So why don't you fucking play a bit of your computer game? Or not do anything today. Go on, watch some porn. <laughs> Do fucking anything. Just don't. You don't have to do your work. Don't worry about the future. 
It's happening right now, mate. Enjoy yourself. Based the brain in some, what, what's that chemical called? The good one. You don't even need to remember what the chemical's called. Who cares? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Keep basting. That's what I've been allowing myself to do for the last week. Yet, at the same time, it's so weird, man, these emotions. Like, I feel, I feel guilt. <clears throat> Because on some level, I feel like I've been allowing myself to take the foot off the gas and not, you know, work or like go for achieving things in my life that I want to achieve. But on the other hand, I've been completely freaking out and just in, in, in a state of heightened like anxiety and stress at the amount of stuff that I've given myself to do. I think that's just how I exist at all times. Constantly stressed and like always trying to complete more tasks and at the same time feeling guilty that I'm not completing enough tasks. Wouldn't it be nice just to get rid of both of those things and sit right in the middle somehow? How the fuck do you do that? I know how you do it. You have a nice fucking sip of tea, don't you? Oh, honey. Oh, honey, honey, a nice little sip of tea on that tongue. Get it down. Mwah. You love me. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a mood am I in? I still fucking, I don't know. Tell you what, I thought I was getting sick. So I took care of myself the last couple of days and it's felt really good. And I think until then... I really, what man, I was just running on empty, you know, and um, we were going to have a party next week in the house, but I think <clears throat> the vibe has been that from everyone else as well, just like, we're not ready to have this party, we've not had enough time to plan it, and it was just going to be a stretch anyway, and everyone's just fucking losing their shit a little bit so we put it off until January and I think that was a good decision and then like I just was feeling run down I had a little sniffle you know the fucking war drums are beating dun 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 on Saturday I was like I'm not getting sick man I've got a fucking gig in Wagga Wagga for $800 or two gigs but $800 of fucking gigs on Saturday night I'm not getting sick I'm not I'm just not and that's a bad fucking place to be in, isn't it? You should just allow yourself to get sick. But I was like, no. But I was like, all right, I'll do these gigs in Wagga. And then I'll drive home. I have one gig on Sunday. But that I'm not doing anything else on Sunday. And then Monday, Tuesday, I've got no gigs. And I'm just relaxing. And I've allowed myself to relax. And um, the gigs in Wagga were fucking awesome, man. I had so much fun. And I mean, I was fine. I, you know, I performed great. I didn't get any more sick. I was just pumping myself full of cold and flu meds and uh, and like the, uh, antihistamines, you know, just chugging pills, man. Um, got to the gigs, did them, great. Did my show, the second show. The first one was like a corporate for 500 bucks. Second show, I was just headlining a show with a bunch of other local acts or uh, dude from dude from Canberra and then a couple locals from Wagga. All great. All had a great time. Everyone was having fun. Oh, no, it was two dudes from... Whatever. People from the Riverina region, um, which is a word that I've learned recently. And 
Yeah, man, the gigs were great. And then the second gig, I fucking did the whole new show. Oh, my God. And this this completely fucked me. So I did the show. I was like going into it. I was like, all right, I've got like 40 minutes. So I'll just do as much of the new show as I can. And then I'll fall back on old stuff to close. But I was going through the new show and I was having fun. I was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm not bombing yet. I don't need to go back on old stuff. And by the end, like I'd got through the whole show or like, you know, the structure of it. And it was so exciting. And meanwhile, I'm on stage and Australia were playing Tunisia. And I said to one of the guys who cared about football as well, I was like, can you let me know if there's a goal? And then halfway through my set, I was like, I told the audience at the start, I was just like, you guys, you know, Australia are playing Tunisia right now. I know none of you care about the World Cup, but just so you know, if there's a goal, that dude over there is going to scream and shout and let me know. And then like half an hour into my set, I was like, I'm bummed because like, whatever that joke just didn't do well but also i'm very aware of the fact that it's still nil all in the game with australia and he's like it's not nil all it's one one we're winning and i was like yes and that kind of carried me through the set as well that energy but got to the end of the set watched the end of the game australia held on incredible we are an outside chance to qualify for the fucking round of 16 man and i went back home and um me and my mate have a bet on Argentina to win. I can't remember whether I said that like last week, but we've got a bet on for Argentina to win the World Cup and they fucking lost their opening game to Saudi Arabia and then they were playing that morning, the 6am game. So I was like, all right, I... I was like, I'm going to try and... I'll get to bed. I got, got into bed at like 11.30, 12 and I was like, I'll wake up at 6 in the hotel room, the TV's already on, on mute. I just have to walk out there and turn the TV mute, off mute and then the game will be playing and I'll watch Argentina with my mate who's back in Adelaide and we'll text each other and it'll be great. And I fucking get into bed but the set that I had was so good and it was the first time with this new idea of what the show's going to be that the structure worked and it held together and I was like, I can see how this is going to work as a show and I fucking lay in bed until 3 a.m., just thinking of new ideas for the show <laughs> and like leaving myself voice notes <laughs> and like I got the notebook out at one point and wrote some idea like scrawled things down on the notebook and in my phone and it got to 3am and I just messaged my mate I was like hey man I'm not getting up <laughs> I've not been able to sleep because I had a good set tonight and I'm excited And uh, so I got up at like, I don't know, nine and I fucking, this is how much denial I was in about being sick. I went and had uh, breakfast with the the guy who put the show on, David Kaneen, fucking the best dude, a lovely dude, um, who seems like he's a, a bit of a guy in the scene in Wagga who's kind of doing stuff. And we're at breakfast. Meanwhile, the whole time at breakfast, I'm not coughing. I'm not like whatever. I've got a bit of a stuffy nose. And my eye is just, <laughs> it's just water coming out of my eye the whole time. We're at breakfast and we're talking and he didn't say anything, but I kept like rubbing my eye. I was just like, I'm not sick. <laughs> and then at one point I sneezed, but it was like a sneeze. It was like, Asu. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I've needed to sneeze for a while. And he was like, that wasn't a sneeze. That was a cough. And I was like, it was a sneeze, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. Whatever. I had the breakfast. It was great. 
and then I get in the car and I'm going to drive home and like, I think all I fucking needed was just a rest, just a day of rest. Because here, the week before, watching Australia on the Wednesday morning, oh man, that was, yeah, that was so sick. That was worth it. I don't give a fuck. I don't even give a fuck if that's what made me sick. If that's what made me get like a blocked nose because I like allowed myself to just, you know, I I went to the thing, watched Australia, went home, got into back into bed at like fucking 9.30 and slept until like 11 and then went to therapy and then had the rest of my day. And then what did I do Thursday? Did I get up and watch a game Thursday? I can't even remember. This is the thing, man. I can't remember what I've been doing because the World Cup games... I've watched England. What did I watch England? Did I watch England's first game? See, I don't remember. I watched them win 4-1. That was an evening game. And then like Friday, I watched a game at night at home on the projector. But they all blend into one, man. All of the fucking games. There's been good games. There's been bad games. But I don't I don't remember them. And then in the morning I get up and I watch the mini matches and I listen to the podcast. <laughs> I do my little routine and it's fucking sick. And I'm talking to all the boys about it, you know, and they're watching games and it's great. <clears throat> but I just, I've, I've really not prioritized sleep and I've been trying to get the stuff done that I normally get done, but also adding this to it. So, like, Friday night I had a stuffed nose. Saturday morning I wake up with a croaky voice and a stuffed nose and I'm just like, no fucking way. And then I go and do this gig and then I'm up at night after my sh fucking show, you know, and I'm excited. And then uh, Sunday I, I go to breakfast with my mate and then I get in the car and it's a four and a half hour drive back to Melbourne. And I'm like, there was this little part of my mind that was like, maybe I'll be able to stop over in... in uh, Shepparton and do a bit of my day job work like I was still genuinely thinking that and I was like leaving as I was leaving Wagga at like 11 I was like yeah man it's like a two and a half hour drive to Shepparton and then I'll stop off and I'll work for like a, a bit insane insane that I thought I was going to do that so I'm driving I stop somewhere for lunch I get some food and I'm like looking at oh, oh that's right <laughs> And another friend asked me if I could do the sound at Voltaire on Sunday night. So I must have left Wagga at like 11 and Voltaire starts and he said, I just need to be there at 20 past seven. So I was like, I've got ages. I'll have time to like have a leisurely drive back and like stop for lunch and then get home and sleep for an hour and whatever. And just somehow the day got away from me. I was so tired. And I was still feeling like a little bit stuffed nose, but I was like, I'll be fine. I'll do the sound at Voltaire and I'll do my set. I've got new ideas that I want to try. So I just want to fucking do that. And then I'll go home and I'll sleep and I'll just wake up in the morning and I'm going to stay home all of Monday and all of Tuesday. And then I'm driving and like, I don't know how some, somehow the fucking Sunday just got away from me. I don't know what it was. I pulled over and stopped a couple times. I've got McDonald's and I sat there and ate that meal. I got a coffee. And then it was like, there was one point where it was like an hour back to Melbourne. 
and I was like three hours until I needed to be back to Melbourne. But then I just pulled over and I sat there for a bit and then I drove a bit more and then I pulled over and sat there for a bit more and I was like, I can't, just got to fucking sleep and I just fucking slept in the car. It was the most uncomfortable sleep but I slept in the car for like an hour and then by the time I woke up, I don't know where the other hour went. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Does that... I don't know where all my day went. I left Wagga at 11 and it's a four and a half hour drive and I got to Melbourne at 7.20 in time to do the sound. <laughs> it took me... It took me eight hours to drive back to Melbourne. I think... I don't know, man. <clears throat> I must have been in some kind of fugue state. And my body was just fighting and I'm just pumping fucking pills <laughs> and drinking water. I'm not sick. I'm not sick. And... Um, yeah, I did the set, did Voltaire, got home, watched some fucking stuff. And uh, yesterday, see, this is the thing, man, is I don't, I guess I needed some time at home because like before I was had this idea of like I'm, I'm getting sick but also I'm not getting sick, this double think, this is where 1984 is a very fucking useful idea. That's what I've been doing to myself all week, man, just 1984. Um... Before that, I had the idea that Monday, Tuesday this week, I was going to do more day job work to earn some money. But like, as soon as I was like, okay, I have to rest, that went out the window. I'm not doing that. I'm staying home. But I've been home and I've been so, like, I've been doing stuff that I needed to do. I did six hours of editing on the fucking documentary yesterday, which needed to be done. Because I needed to shoot that back to my editor so that then we could have an idea of like the next edit and we're slowly working through it. By the way, I'm so fucking excited. Thank you again to everyone who donated to the crowdfunder. Oh my God, man. The doco is looking so fucking sick. Like um, the ending, I've got an ending for it. We know what that's going to be. It's also going to be an hour. It's not going to be half an hour. We said at the start, and he quoted me $6,000 for a half hour doco, but like with all the material that we have and everything, it's it just, it. I think it needs to be an hour. It feels like the way that he's told the story is so fucking good, man. I can't heap enough praise on my editor, Vinny, for the work that he's done on the doco, man. Because it's just, it, it comes together so well. I can't wait for you all to see it. Um, I'm going to do the premiere in Melbourne at Long Play in January. And then I think what I'm going to do is, because the next step after it's done is to try and figure out a way to get it distributed. Like maybe try and sell it to ABC or SBS, show it to my management, see what they think, if they want to try and help me sell it. Or if not, show it to the distribution people in the US and see if they like it and they reckon they can sell it to someone. Um, but that's a long process again. Like that might be a whole other year. And I want you guys who have put money into it to be able to see it. So I think also while I do that, I'm going to put it on Vimeo with like a password. And then everyone who has uh, given money, I'll... I'll um, give you the password so you can just watch it whenever you want to watch it i gotta figure that out i don't i don't i don't quite know yet but i just i want you guys who have donated to the crowdfunder to be able to see it so 
Um, but anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. The point is, it's coming together. But a part of that process was like, I knew all last week at some point I needed to sit down with the latest draft and go through it. And if I didn't need to take a rest yesterday and not leave the house, there was no time set aside for me to do that. So like, at what point do I think I'm going to get all this fucking work done that I think I'm going to do? Like, I keep giving myself stuff. You know what? Until last week when I decided I wasn't going to do it, I was dead set thinking that I was going to shoot another documentary in the Northern Territory when I go on tour there, which by the way, I fucking leave for next week. And it's like, Aiden, at what point were you going to do that and also commit to finishing this other documentary and doing all this other stuff, having your dad adopt you and write a new show? I just got to fucking stop. You know, it's too much. I'd give myself too much. This is that fucking dude, that struthless YouTube video that I was that I watched before I went away back in July. This is what he was talking about. You commit to one project at a time and you see it through to the end. Because before you know it, you got all these other ideas for new projects. And they come popping up this fucking Northern Territory thing and I'm all excited about it but I haven't even finished the other fucking thing. <sighs> and maybe that was my body. Maybe my body was trying to tell me that, you know? I kind of want this... Here's the thing. I kind of want the podcast this week to be called I'm Not Sick and to be talking about how I've been thinking to myself, you know, I'm not sick, but I feel myself getting sick, but I'm not going to get sick, you know? But I'm scared, if I call it that, that people are going to think, hey, Aiden, are you sick? Like, do you have COVID? So, like, should you stay home? I don't want people to think that, you know? And I'm scared and I have an anxiety about that. So, I don't even want to say it. Fuck. <laughs> and you know what? I've been thinking about my new show and about how... Um, if you've been following the podcast and the development of the ideas that are making up this show for a while, you'll be familiar with the story about how I slept with that girl and the, wore the set of fairy wings and the picture. And if you're not, you're just going to have to come and see the show. But the idea that underpins this show is that we... There are things... It's like willful ignorance. Like there are things that we... They're right in front of us but they're like painful to acknowledge or difficult to acknowledge or whatever it is. It's just, it's just hard to like, I don't, I don't want it to be that thing. I don't. And so we'll do so much work to try and ignore that or deflect, you know, it's rather than acknowledge the difficult truth. It's like, um, I mean, and the way it ties into me quitting drinking is like when I was thinking about quitting drinking, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just quit for a little bit or maybe I'll just drink less or maybe it's not drinking that's the problem. It's all this other stuff. But then when you finally just admit to the thing that you've been working to fucking ignore, it's such a relief and it finally allows you to fucking, everything else clicks into place, you know? And um, I realized on Saturday in the show... I can almost admit the reason that I quit drinking and the story that was kind of the catalyst to me quitting drinking, which was um, when my friend told me that I was being creepy at the 
like the end of Melbourne Comedy Festival party in 2019, she like approached me and told me that. Um, that was the moment that I was like faced with the truth right in front of me, you know, that like drinking was a problem for me. And I can kind of use the fairy wing story because like the thing that's funny about the story with me, the, the photo of me wearing the fairy wings with the girl passed out behind me is that it looks like... I ask the audience, why have you laughed at that? Why do you think it's funny? And no one wants to say that it looks... Oh, what's the what's the wording? I came up with a wording on uh, Saturday night. Where is it? Because it's very delicate. Here we go. The wording is, there's a drunk girl passed out on the bed behind me and we accidentally took a photo that makes it look like I just had sex with her. Right. There it is. That's what's funny about the photo. That me... And the, th- the other girl, not the girl passed out, the girl who took the photo, me and her in enjoying this flirtation and me wearing a set of fairy wings, me and her accidentally managed to take a photo of me in front of a drunk girl that makes it look like I just had sex with a drunk passed out girl, right? And you know because of the story that that's not what happened, that we accidentally took that photo and that's why it's so funny. It's like, oh my God, terrifying, crazy, you know, whatever. But no one, when they see that photo, wants to say that's why that's funny because it involves like, you know, saying an awful word. I mean, it's like the word rape. You, you want to say the word rape and it feels like you're laughing at that. It's just, there's all, you know, it's all, fu- I really don't know what I'm talking about right now. But anyway, it's a, it's a difficult thing to acknowledge that that is what the photo looks like, but it's not. That's, what is it? It's a difficult thing to acknowledge that that's what the photo looks like. But once you acknowledge it, it's out in the open in the same way that once I acknowledge that drinking was a problem for me, it's out in the open. Does that make sense? Anyway, and the way that that relates back to what I'm experiencing right now is that once I just fucking admitted that I needed a rest and that like I'm scared of if I admit that I need a rest that people are going to think that I have COVID and that I fucking need to take a rest and I'm not going to be able to do the things that I do. It's like this fucking trauma, man, of like, I even I hate the word trauma. It feels like such a, like a weakness as if that's a bad thing. I don't know. But it really feels like the experience of living in Melbourne through the lockdowns and through COVID and everything has given me this and like probably all of us, this trauma and this thing of like, don't even say it, don't say the word COVID because if you say it, then someone might force you to fucking stay inside and to not leave the house and to not be able to do the things that you want to do. So don't even fucking say it, you know? And um, I guess we're still dealing with that because it is men. It's a, it's a scary thing, you know, like what if I had COVID and then no one's going to force me to do anything, but like, should I stay home? Do I force myself to stay home? Do I miss the stuff that I want to do for the next week? I don't want to do that. So then do I make a choice to not do that? Because no one is forcing me to do that. But like, if I had COVID, then the choice is up to me about the stuff that I do. And then it's kind of like, if you've got COVID and you make choices do you tell other people and then you make it their choice or do you just take it upon yourself and hope that everything's going to be okay we're still in 
we're still in a fucking weird moment. <sighs> but anyway, I'm not sick. <laughs> so it's all good. Because <laughs> I woke up this morning and I don't have a stuffy nose and I'm not coughing. So all I needed was a fucking day of rest and I'm all good. Fuck you. <laughs> Got it? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> mm. Maybe sometimes we don't want to say the thing. <laughs> Maybe sometimes you just... <laughs> Whatever. Oh, man. Anyway, that's made me feel a lot better, to be honest. Just a little fucking drive-by. Um... <sighs> what else do I want to say? It's pretty much it. I uh, I went down to Officeworks just before and um, printed out a little form that I'm going to get. I've got to send in to the adoption people in Western Australia and they're going to give me and my dad a social worker, like assign a social worker to us so that we can figure out what other forms need to be filled out. I said to the guy on the phone, how long does the whole adoption process normally take? And he said six to 12 months. And I'm kind of like, what is it? Six or 12? Because there's like a bit of a, you know? And like six months, well, I'll just be able to do that and then get a visa to go live in the UK for five years. 12 months, I'm fucked. Six months, what's that? June. Which would be okay. 12, I don't know. I'm scared that this process is going to take too long and it's going to fuck with my plans that me and my girlfriend have for that. But that's just more conversations for the future. It's going to be a long process. Um, yeah. This today and yesterday, sitting at home, has been exactly what I needed, man. Honestly, that six hours looking at the doco was fucking awesome. I spent like three or four hours today doing my accounts and getting them right. What happened to that fucking shit that I was saying six months ago where I was like, every week I'm going to have a day where I don't do anything? What the fuck happened to that, Aiden? God damn it. Maybe I do one of those next week. Maybe, maybe... <laughs> Maybe I, I, my girlfriend's just as bad as me. Maybe I fucking force her to do that with me. Me and her, we just don't do anything for a day and just see what happens. Wouldn't that be incredible? I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. Anyway, what's the photo going to be for this week? The title of the podcast is absolutely I'm not sick. What's the photo? The photo is a photo I took today of a lady taking a photo of a sign. <laughs> I really sniped her over my shoulder. God, so super disrespectful. Um, but I did. I got her. That's going to be the photo for this week. A lady taking a photo of a sign out near Barclay Square today. I think she was taking a photo of like the lineup of this music festival that she wanted to go to. But I got her. That's the podcast for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you've been good. I feel a lot better. I can't wait. By the way, if you're in Melbourne and you want to come check out the trial of my show, it's at Belfry tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Come and see. I'll be there doing the trial. And then I might even stay up and watch Australia play Denmark at 2 a.m. and get into the fucking... If we fucking draw or win, even if we draw, it's going to be such an intense game. If we draw, we're through to the to the 
um, round of 16. Wouldn't that be incredible? Oh, my God. We got our first win. We got our third win ever in the World Cup on Saturday night against Tunisia. And I wasn't there to celebrate. I was on stage. <laughs> Come and check out my trial on Wednesday night. Um, I keep forgetting to say this, but if you're digging the podcast, fucking give us a review, you know, on uh, Spotify or iTunes, five stars, please. And other than that, um, if you donated to the fucking thing, look forward to your rewards. I'm about to start um, getting those sorted now. Hope you guys are good. All right. I'm fucking... Shut up, Aiden. This has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Bye.